This week, I got to sit down with Virginia Kerr, creator of This Is Video School. Virginia is a video strategy coach, and she helps business owners to connect to their ideal client through video marketing that converts to sales. So if you're hesitant about making videos, if you don't feel confident on video, if you're just not sure what to create or how to do it effectively, then this episode is a must for you to listen to. She's going to share with you some of the bad habits to avoid, where you should be posting your videos on Instagram, the differences between stories, reels, and IGTV, and how each one of those has a different purpose in nurturing your audience and in growing your audience. So if you want to get better at video content marketing, then keep listening to this episode. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Welcome, Virginia. Thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with us. And as we get started, you know, I always like to, to start with how you got into doing what you're doing. So what what brought you into video and to becoming a video strategy coach? I've been obsessed with video since I was a little girl. I thought it was fascinating just watching how people tell stories. I was obsessed with the local news anchors growing up in Birmingham, Alabama. And I put it on big radar for life that I was going to go into broadcast journalism when I was a kid. And I even went to a camp when I was 16 and for broadcast journalism. I mean, who does that in the middle of their summer for a week? I was just obsessed. (laughs) So I went into news after I graduated and I eventually got burnt out on the lifestyle and the sacrifice that you make. And I realized I didn't go into news for the right reasons. I went into news because I like to share stories and long story short that when, once I quit the newsroom, I started to get to, to cover the stories I wanted to cover and, and do a lot more storytelling. And as I got out of that industry, I, I had an online business and I discovered that no one was really teaching people how to market themselves effectively. And when, when what I was doing stopped working for me on Facebook, I realized, you know, you probably should go back to what you did all those years when you were helping other business owners and in that case, the St. Louis area, talk, talk to the audience to connect with the audience instead of just sell the audience. And so that's when I started to morph into video strategy and coaching. That was a really long answer, but that, that's the story. <laughs> that was a great answer. That's so cool. And so in, in creating This Is Video School, um, you know, did it just sort of come to you overnight or was it something that you sort of pieced together over time? Like, how did you, how did you come up with the concept for that? I never intended on creating an online course. I thought that was way above me and too big for me to tackle. What happened was I started to get questions from people. This is before I even charged for coaching. And I would just give free information online, mainly on Instagram at that time. And I started to get the same questions. So that really helps me with my content. Then I started to charge and I was just taking on one-on-one clients and they were asking the same questions over and over. And that's when I got the idea. I can help a lot more people if I create a course to answer all of these frequently asked questions. And it didn't start off as an online digital 
course. It started off as small group coaching. And I, I would coach people over a period of six weeks. And then eventually I realized I could really help them if they had something to watch on their own time and take the course at their own pace. And then the way I have it set up, you have lifetime access. So oftentimes you'll go through a course and you don't need, or you don't think you need everything. And then later you're like, Oh wait, I think, I think there was a a lesson on that. And so this allows you to go back and rewatch or watch things as they come up with your marketing strategy. It's, it's a great course. And having gone through it, I can say, I, I really appreciate the lifetime access because there'll be things that I think about and I go, oh yeah, I think, I think she talked about this in a module. And then it's, it's great that we can go back and find that. Well, and even now I'll have one-on-one sessions with people who are in this is video school and they're asking me questions and I'm realizing, oh, wait, I probably should explain that because the whole thing, when you're teaching anything, you're teaching your expertise and you sometimes take for granted the things that you do, or you forget that that's something that could actually help somebody. So even this weekend, I was updating some of the, some of the lessons because we know if you're on Instagram, it it's changing all the time. So I was updating the reels section on that. And then I was also adding some hacks on how to record yourself so that it doesn't take as long. And also how, when you record yourself the, the way that I explain and show, you will not spend as much time editing. And that for all of us who are business owners, we're always looking for ways to do it effectively and do it right, but do it with the least amount of time possible. Perfect. I, well, I look forward to that stuff because that's where I struggle is in the editing. So that's, that's good to know. Um, what are some things that you would say, you know, you see people doing some bad habits on videos that people should just stop doing? They talk too much and they talk about themselves too much and they take too long to get to the point. Every day, it seems our attention span is shrinking more and more, unfortunately. But what that means for those of us who are trying to get people's attention and keep their attention is we've got to get right to what they want to hear or we're going to lose them before we even get to the part that matters. And some people will care more about you than others, but there are areas of social media that make more sense if you want to take, like, well, for instance, stories. I'm more likely to talk about myself and stories than I am on my feed or in a video that's going to be a reel or an IGTV because people want to know what you're going to do for them. They don't care about you, especially if they've never seen you before. Right. That makes sense. And that was one of my biggest takeaways in going through this is video school is to to stop talking about me so much and to really educate people. So with, you know, you mentioned stories and I think there are so many different places where we can put video now and different types of video. Um, You know, for somebody who's just starting out, can you give like just a quick breakdown of what those different places are and, and how to use them? For Instagram specifically? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Instagram. I I look at the different areas of Instagram as a different way to meet your ideal client. You want to, first of all, get the attention of your ideal client and bring them to you. And so reels and IGTV videos are a really good way to do that because the algorithm will push it out to the exchange or the reels page. So you want to look at that as discoverable content that isn't really long form, even though IGTV videos can go really long. I don't always post long. I I do post long videos because I will save my live videos, but I, I look at it, look at it as short form video 
that's going to grab someone's attention and bring them back to my account. Give them just enough information to create curiosity that they even want to come to my account. Then once they get there, now you've got the opportunity to really get them to know, like, and trust you. One place that people neglect that can be really powerful are the highlights where you're able to save some of your stories. So think about what your ideal person would want to know. And that allows them to almost have like a catalog. They're, they're going through all the different content categories that you might be able to offer them. So for me, I'll give it me, use me as an example. I have a highlight for video tips. I have a highlight for reels tips. I have a highlight about my course. This is video school. So they can binge watch that and get to know me and, and find out what I can do for them. And then if you have enough reels and IGTV videos, I think of those as your Netflix. So that's a, an opportunity for people to go in and watch video after video after video. And the more video they watch of you, the more they know, like, and trust you. And that's what you have to have if you want them to spend money with you. Right. Then stories, that's not going to help you get a new audience. Your stories do not get pumped out to the masses by the algorithm, but it is a place for you to take the people that are already into you and nurture them and let them come into your life. I, I look at stories as the reality TV of your Instagram. So it's, it's not edited. It's not all prim and proper. Sometimes it might be random things that you would never put on your feed because those are your diehards who are watching you in stories. And they do care about some of the random stuff that you do and what you like and what you don't like. But in order to get them there, you've got to attract them with what they want to see that's going to be helpful for them. And that's going to be what's on your feed. And Reels and IGTV seem to be the most powerful way to do that. Right wow. now, things could change. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so if someone is like, they're brand new and they're starting out and, and I hear this from my clients a lot, they go, well, I don't know what I would even talk about. How do I start okay, or, or who's going to want to hear from me? So what do you tell those people? It's a great place to start. Who is going to want <laughs> to hear from you and what do you have to offer them? And you hear people talk about your niche all the time, but what that really is, is you've got to figure out the problem that you solve and who needs that solution. And that's your niche. So for me, mine is business owners who need video. My industry is video, but my niche is I help business owners convert followers into customers with video. So I am speaking to a specific type of business owner that I want to work with. So that would be your ideal customer, your dream client. You are talking to him or her every time you get on camera. And the way to find out what they really want is you start to pay attention to the questions that they ask you in your comments, in your DMs. You can even, even go to other people's Facebook groups. I do this and I'll just see what people are asking and I don't even necessarily respond. I just write those questions down. My reel last night came from a whole thread in a, in a Facebook group I'm on because people were talking about whether, to, whether or not they should be using the teleprompter app when they shoot their videos. I'm like, oh yeah, I do have an opinion <laughs> about that. And I, I created a reel. So you have to do some market research and you also have to test. You might think you have hit that bullseye for what they want and then crickets. And then you have to go and see, okay, was it because of the way I shared it or is it because they really don't care about it? And you have to stop emotionally attaching yourself to your content and look at it as you're just always testing to see what people want to hear from you. Cool. And, and do you 
plan your content in advance or um, do you suggest people plan in advance or do you just kind of wing it and, and go with what inspires you? I think you've got to plan, but I also think everybody's different. I am not the person that writes out my content for 30 days in advance at all. When I do a written post, it's because I feel inspired to share that at that moment. My video though, I have, it's more of a, a checklist that I have for the week. So I have certain formats of content that I want to make sure hits my feed. And I don't have a certain day that it does that. It's just that I want to make sure I've got X amount of video on my feed, X amount of written posts on my feed, because people do consume content differently. And some people prefer written over video, or sometimes they just want a variety. So I make sure that I'm, I'm hitting those, I call them your TV shows of your, of your, Instagram network. I'm making sure I'm hitting all those shows, which would be again, your stories, your, your reels, your IGTV, your feed, even your highlights. I'm making sure that I'm updating those and I'm, I'm giving value on a consistent basis. And, and how many times a week should we be creating videos? Is it something we should be doing daily or is once a week enough or somewhere in between? Everyone is a little different depending on what they sell in their industry. I think being in stories every single day, with the exception of the weekends, is very important because, again, you want to continue to nurture those people who are already following you. And that's where your greatest conversion is going to happen if you use it right, will be in Instagram stories. I don't do any paid advertising. Everything I do has been sold in my Instagram stories. And it's because my audience knows that if they come to my Instagram stories on any given day, they're going to learn something whether that's a resource that they could use or a tip that they could use, they're going to get some kind of value. And if you're not showing up daily in stories, you will never be able to train your audience to come and even pay attention to you in stories. On your feed, again, we want to grow our audience and grow our audience with the right people. It depends on what season you're on in with your business. Sometimes I'm in a growth season and I am cranking out a reel every single day because I am trying to get discovered and grow my audience. Or maybe you're in a nurturing season where you're really just focusing on the people who are, and you should always be <clears throat> nurturing, but you're, you're really focused on who is already following you. That's when some of those IGTVs that are longer can come into play because people who are already following you, they're more likely to watch a longer video. So I make sure I have at least one video on my feed a week, but I'm a big believer in cranking out reels. So it depends on how much, how fast you want to grow. If you want to grow quickly, five days a week, put out a reel. If you want to just start with baby steps, because I always will, you know, will encourage you to start with the smallest goal so that you don't overwhelm yourself, then start out with one reel a week, but try to have at least one video on your feed a week. Perfect. I think, I think that's doable, you know, for, and depending on where people are starting, that's very doable. Well, how many are you doing? Um, I'm not consistent. <laughs> so, I feel like you are. It seems like you're in there twice a week, at least. I, I try to be, I I'll go through stretches where I'll do a reel every day and then I won't for a week or so. And then I'll, I'll pop back in. So I'm sort of up and down, but trying to become more consistent. Well, my system may not work for everybody, but what I do is at least once a week, I'm brain dumping as many ideas as possible. Even the bad ones. I'll put them on a notebook or I will put them in my notes app on my phone. So I know that on any given day, I've got an idea sitting there waiting for me. And then I, I pencil in during the day, when am I going to create this reel? And then when am I going to post it? 
I post my reels at eight o'clock central time. That's just what I do. So every once in a while, like last night, I think I posted one earlier than that, but I just, I save them to drafts and then they're ready to fire when I'm at eight o'clock. So that's one thing too, with my strategy is I, I try to post when I think the majority of my followers are on, but I always have ideas ready to fire. So if you can get yourself into the habit of anytime somebody asks you a question or you're watching something that gives you an idea, jot it down. It may not work, but it might, it, it, it might just need to marinate a little bit, but at least have some kind of content idea bank that you're always depositing into so that you always have something to withdraw. That's a good tip. That's a really good tip. I, you know, and I find that I do that. I do have a running list of things for me. It's just more, you know, I have to get up, I have to do my hair, <laughs> I have to get camera ready. So that's the thing that I find always trips me up is, is getting ready to, to actually physically do it. Um, how do you well, handle that? Well, some people are really good at batching. So they'll just get gussied up for one day and then they'll go shoot five reels. And then at least they don't have to edit them at that time, but then they can take time during the week to edit. I, I don't work that way. My mind, my brain doesn't work that way. And maybe it's because of all the years I was in news and I had deadly deadlines. In fact, or daily deadlines. In fact, when I think about this, it is, it is around the time that I would have to turn in my, my news story. So maybe that is why I, I create my reels at the end of the day, like around four o'clock in the afternoon. But the other thing is if you, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. So it was batching. And what was the other thing that you said? Um, yeah, really just batching and how to, you know, getting yourself ready to go on camera. And you don't have to be perfect. Like you don't, people don't expect you to be, like I said, gussied up, but all dolled up on social media. I think you and I are alike though, that we just feel better, just have better energy when we've yes. taken a shower and put makeup, put makeup on. Oh, that was the other one. I also tend to have a lack of energy around that four o'clock mark, which is when I'm shooting my reels. So I have little dance parties and I will turn on a, a fun song and I will dance and just get my juices flowing and get it, it in seconds will get you in a better mood. And it's really important that you focus on your energy because when you go to write a post or when you go to shoot a video, if you've got bad energy going on, it will send out a bad vibe when people watch it or read it. So you don't want to shoot your reel when you're in a bad mood or you're, or you're in a funk. You got to do something, whether that's walking around the block or taking your dog for a run, or in my case, a dance party, whatever's going to work for you. You have to have that set up so that you don't fail or you don't decide you're not going to do it. Yeah, that, I think that will help me. I think doing the batch content and yeah. And I love seeing your dance party stories whenever you post them. <laughs> Those are so much fun. They're so fun. Well, I'm glad somebody likes them. Thank you. <laughs> I think a lot of people like them. So if, um, you know, people want to learn more about you and how to work with you, what's the, where's the best place to find you right now? Well, this is Virginia Kerr, K-E-R-R -R, is the name of all of my social media handles. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And I also have a website. This is virginiacurr.com, which has all the, the links there. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on today. I always learn, I always learn from you whenever I watch your videos and having you here today, I've learned a lot again. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm honored. I appreciate it, Terry. Thank you.